0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Julie R. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, October 4th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Meeting. Today we are reading from the big book and we're on page 153 with the second paragraph. Our hope is that when this chip of a book, one paragraph only. Today's readers are Mora Z, Carmela G, Janice M., The share ID for Tuesday, October 3rd, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting is 10,497. For the 10 a.m. meeting Eastern Standard Time, it's 10,499. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively.
1: Alexis, press star 1 to unmute.
2: Good morning. Can you hear us?
3: Yes. All right. My name is Alexis H. I'm a compulsive overeater in Michigan. And these are the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me read, and thank you, Julia.
0: Thank you, Alexis H. I will now ask K.B. to read the 12 Traditions. Good
2: morning. This is K.B. from Delaware, a recovering compulsive overeater. The 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. 2. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. 3. The only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. 4. Each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. 5. Each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. 6. An OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Less problems of money property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. readers Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I pass.
0: Thank you, KB. How our meeting works. with the second paragraph. Our hope is that when this chip... So we are reading only one paragraph, and I will now ask Maura Z to begin reading.
2: Good morning, Julie. Thank you for your service. Maura Z Recovered in Virginia. Our hope is that when this chip of a book is launched on the world tide of alcoholism, defeated drinkers will seize upon it to follow its suggestions. Many, we are sure, will rise to their feet and march on. They will approach still other sick ones, and fellowships of Alcoholics Anonymous may spring up in each city and hamlet, havens for those who must find a way out. I did read that dramatically on purpose. Julie, would you please time me? I forgot to set my timer. No problem. Because this is very dramatic. Because it is so dramatically different from the life I led before. That's where the drama comes in. It is a complete transformation that I have been blessed with. And my task is to carry that message forward and how wise they were um, to struggle and to and struggled through the financial um, effort to print this book. Um, brilliant, genius, every part of this program. And I'm so glad that they, you know, they traversed all the difficulties having to do with this little chip of a book. And this little chip of a book is now printed, I believe, in something like 40 different languages. I may not be right on that number. It may very well be more than that. And it's in I don't know how many countries. And there are so many variations on a theme of 12-step groups. I have no idea how many there are. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that this book found its way to start... GA, which found its way to then start OA because I have no life if it weren't for this book, truly. Um, many, we are sure, were wise to their feet and march on. Oh, my gosh. If I had to paint a picture of my life before program, it was clearly horizontal, on the couch, in the dark, with bags and boxes, making how many trips back and forth to the kitchen, and in the dark, watching TV, watching brainless, you know, ridiculous, nonsense TV. I didn't care what was on the TV. I only cared about getting my fix, that the husband finally went to bed, you know, at at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock because he woke up at 3 o'clock, and that I could be left alone in peace. That was not peace. That was oblivion. That's all that was. And so, you know, they will approach still other sick ones. What a blessing I've had to be able to do that. What a blessing. Fellowships of Alcoholics Anonymous may spring up in each city and Hamlet. Havens for those who must find a way out. And I'm so glad I have found a haven in a vision for you. And with that, I will pass.
0: Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Morazi. Um, And who would like to share on this paragraph? This is Matt, M. M. Matt M. G. Okay, so I have Matt M. Kim G. Janice, I think. Yes. Vasa O. Vasa Julie o. M. M. Julie M. There's somebody Larry. right after, M. There's somebody right after Julie G. M. Ross M. Okay, hold on. There was somebody right after Julie M. Karen M. Karen M. M. And then I heard Harlan, Russ. There was a lady right after Karen M. Tina maybe? Nope. Okay. So we're going to go with that. Matt M., Kim G., Janice M. So Matt M., go ahead.
4: Thank you, Julie, for your service. Good morning everyone. This is the compulsive overeater. This book, Alcohol is Biblical, has saved my ass many times from many benches. And even though I've been struggling lately with the food lately and having some difficulty putting certain things down, I try to read this book every night and I'm, I'm because of this book and because of this fellowship, I'm completely honest with people about what I'm doing. Because if I'm not honest with myself and with somebody else in a the program, then what's the point in the first of me being here in the first place? I refuse. To go back to where I was uh, six years ago, six or seven years ago, back up to 650 pounds, I refused to go back to what I was, living a life of just existing one day at a time, but it was awful, not having any friends, being locked in my house all day, not even able to walk around that good, not even able to drive. And uh, I was definitely one of those sick ones, and uh, I'm definitely almost, I'm really close to getting it this time around, and uh, thank God I have a sponsor who's willing to work with me. And I'm willing to pray and meditate every day because it's out of my hands. I know I need help. I need help with higher power, and a higher power is there to guide me, to help me one day at a time. And so far today, I've been accident, and that's my goal for today, to stay accident. so I can get a couple days under me so I can finish working my step work with my sponsor. And um, this disease is kind of baffling and powerful. It really is. It. it I am one of those defeated eaters. I'm seizing upon it. I'm going to start finally following the suggestions that are offered I like that'll pass. Thank you. Thank you,
0: Matt M. Kim G. Followed by Janice M.
5: Good morning, Julie. Good morning, all. My name is Kim G. And I'm a recovered compulsive reader from South Jersey. You know, I, I get chills. What this tip of a book has done for my life is unbelievable. And I want to kind of look at this from two different directions. So the first direction is: defeated drinkers will seize upon it to follow its suggestions. So this is the posture of step one. See, I have to recognize that I'm screwed. You know, that I have this allergy to the body that's never going to change. And I have this mental twist that's always going to convince me to go back to the food. I have to be in this posture that Bill talked about, being cornered at last, to be down two alternatives. I'm either going to pick up the food or I'm going to pick up the steps. So when it says seize, seize, I think about this is about the fully conceding. Do I fully concede to my innermost self So I am an alcoholic of the type described in this book. You know, am I willing to seek this solution with the desperation of a drowning man? You know, I often hear about, you know, the drowning man. You throw out a life jacket, they're going to grab it. But how many of us in OA get that life jacket and go, huh, can I have it in pink? I want it in pink. Can I work the steps in the the food? Can I just do this every other day? Can I do this just four days a week? And when it says follow suggestions, I remember hearing this also from a speaker on a special edition. She said her recovery began when she went from yeah, but to yes, ma'am. That is the posture of those defeated drinkers. If that's not your posture, you're not defeated yet. You're going to be chasing, you know, door number three. Now let me look at it from the other angle. It says they will approach still other sick ones. That's to us. That's I mean, to me. That's the the recovered people in O'Readers Anonymous. How am I approaching the still sick ones? Am I returning phone calls? Am I hiding out in the vision for you and not going out into Overears Anonymous as a whole? Am I going to -to face-to-face meetings to spread the good news that there is a solution? Am I offering to tell my story in my inner group, in my region, at World Service, so that people know that they do not have to suffer anymore? How many people am I working with? You know, I like the idea, my friend calls it, she is divinely inconvenienced on a daily basis. If carrying this message is convenient, I'm not doing enough. And to expand working with others. That's why I love this meeting, how we say, you know, let's take you through the doctor's opinion. People need to understand what abstinence is. And I want to end with this. When we're reaching out to others, I went into relapse with my sponsor. I got recovered. She was still in relapse after six years. I was in for five and I wanted to help her, but she couldn't hear it from me. But what I did is I helped someone who helped someone who helped her, and she is now one of the elders in my home group. All we have to do is reach out our hand to the next still-suffering, compulsive reader and let God dictate the choreography of the rest. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Kim G. Janice M, followed by Vasa O.
5: Well,
6: thank you, and good morning to you, Julia, and everyone. My name is Janice M, and I'm a grateful recovered compulsive overeater. You know, I didn't come into um, the fellowship victorious. (laughs) Certainly not. That's why I came to get some help. I was so defeated. Yes, as it was just mentioned. And, you know, there was no hope. It seemed, I seemed hopeless. I don't know if you did when you came because I've tried everything and I'm still going to try some more. Uh, Seem, I love that word seem because, you know, it wasn't necessarily so. Um, I didn't have any hope. You know, I was in despair. And um, this chip of the book and you people gave me hope. I found a way out through the directions in this book. Not toward a food plan, of course I had to have a food plan, but through recovery. That's what changed me, was these 12 steps. The fellowship supported me, which was wonderful, but the real recovery for me was the 12 steps. Now, I believe that this is God's vision for me and for us, that we, he's going to give us at least I got it, um, the gift of recovery, for what reason? So that, yeah, for my, so I could, you know, the obsession would be lifted and, you know, my life would be different. But he didn't give it just for me. He gave it to me to have it flow out of me to you. That's the purpose. This is what I believe that God's vision is for me. And this is what occurred. And it occurs to most of us, I mean, I'm sure all of our recovered people, because this is the solution. This is the way out to be recovered and then after to carry this message. There's only one message, and that's having had the spiritual awakening as the result of these steps. I try to carry this message. Well, what's my message? My message is, you know what? I was like this before And this is what happened, and now I am recovered from a seemingly, seemingly, it wasn't hopeless. It seemed hopeless. I seemed hopeless because I couldn't get a way out. A seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Boy, that's the message that I'm going to give, you know, and that, that produced a personality change in me. I'm different today. I'm transformed. I'm not the same wife. I'm not the same mother. I'm not the same friend, sufficient enough to bring about recovery. That's why I'm here, is to spread the message through this book. It gives us step-by-step directions, and nothing has changed. What a miracle. And with
7: that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Janice M.
0: Batha O, followed by Julie M.
7: Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Julie, for service. And I'm vastly grateful, gratefully recovered, compulsive overeater. Oh, my goodness. It's such, it, it's, a, such, it's such a beautiful, powerful book. So grateful I was introduced by my sponsor years ago. And um, I, there were, I had no hope. This was my last hope coming to Overeaters Anonymous. I had given into to the food after trying to diet for many, many, many years. And I tried everything I have heard. You did it. And there was just a couple more things I didn't try, and I was too afraid to have my jaws wired or to have the bypass done. But anyways, I had given in to the food. There was nothing more left for me to do. And somebody gave me this book. We didn't have as much literature 32 years ago. And I remember thinking, why are you giving me this book? I'm not an alcoholic. You know, I'm just, you know, I just cannot, st- I I can go on the diet, but I cannot keep keep it down. She said, that's okay, just scratch alcohol and put food there. And that was the beginning. I It gave me hope. I just felt like if I don't take this, suggestions the 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 way this book is laid out what these people are telling me to do I'm just going to die and I was ready and I was willing to surrender I was ready, ready to surrender to the to the meetings I was ready to surrender to the 12 steps I was ready to surrender to a higher power greater than myself because obviously I was not doing a great job doing it by myself I didn't have the power I didn't have the strength I tried to use, but it did not work. And I loved when I started reading the big book, we are off Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, more than 100 men and women who have recovered from seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And this gave me hope. You know, these people, if it happened to them, if they followed the directions, the recipe in this book, then I'm going to do the same thing because I don't want to die. And I did. And it was not easy. It was really hard. I couldn't I couldn't believe that I could put the food down. For me it was just one day at a time, one meal at a time. And this is uh, and now my sponsor says, I don't want nothing from you. I just want you to pass it on to others. And I am so grateful that I have I have a life I never imagined I would have the life that I have Without the food, of course I have food. I eat food, but just keeping away from the, my aller- allergic foods, my alcoholic foods. And this is the key. This is the direction. She said, just put everything Sorry. else aside. Whatever we did, it did not work. Now we have to take the suggestion, And this is the best action I have ever taken in my life. Surrender, surrender. It's right here. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Vasa. Uh, Julie M., followed by Karen M.
8: Hi, this is Julie M., recovered in Nederland, Colorado. This first sentence where it says, our hope is that when this chip of a book is launched on the world tide of alcoholism, defeated drinkers will seize upon it to follow its suggestions." This reminds me of... The Lasker Award on page 571 in the appendix, where it says in 1951, so 12 years after the book was published, the Lasker Award was given Alcoholics Anonymous. This citation reads in part as follows The American Public Health Association presents a Lasker Group Award for 1951 to Alcoholics Anonymous in recognition of its unique and highly successful approach to that age old public health and social problem, (coughs) alcoholism. In emphasizing alcoholism as an illness, the social stigma associated with this condition is being blotted out. Historians may one day recognize Alcoholics Anonymous to have been a great venture in social pioneering, which forged a new instrument for social action, a new therapy based on the kinship of common suffering. Now this last sentence, gives me so much it says one having a vast potential for the myriad other ills of mankind and every time i read that i want to cry because every other myriad of illness that includes me that includes compulsive overeating and you know i have i i have experience in other 12 step meetings as far as i've started nights with young heroin addicts, and we we talk about the big book, and I share my experience of compulsive overeating and my cravings for specific foods, and they've told me it's it's exactly the same. And so because of the Lasker Award, because of this book, I get to be a part of this. I, maybe it's my need to um, defend myself or something, which I don't want to do, but, when I read that it it just it just showed me that this book is to help everybody, not just alcoholics, and that my illness i I get to use this book for that, and which we all know on this line, but i've I've had naysayers say things to me about you know that I'm not an alcoholic, so why am I following this book and so that Lasker award gives me what I need to feel better i guess but um you know the fact that their hope was that this book would do so much this little chip of a book and 12 years later it's winning this award and we know that it's won many more since then just uh, it just it just makes me overwhelmed with gratitude
0: and emotion and i'm so grateful thank for thank you for letting me share thank you julie m and karen m followed by harlan G.
9: Hi, good morning, Vision. This is Karen M. from New Jersey. So, so grateful to be here um, and abstinent today. Uh, This book saved my life. I am a chronic relapser. Um, I just, I would get, you know, long periods of abstinence and then fall back into the food. And I called a couple people from Vision and they said to me we can't you know i can't come there and get you abstinent you got to put the food down and then pick up the steps and oh my gosh um
10: you know with with uh
9: struggles and um and holding on for my dear life and putting the food down i was finally able to get abstinent and and it's life-changing. Um, I think what I was missing is when I came in, it was it was a diet club. it was you know fellowship and and abstinence was my goal. And what I learned in vision and from this book is that's just the foundation. Abstinence is my foundation and picking up this big book and working the steps exactly as it's told to me as, it, as I read in here, the suggestions um doing it all has gotten me um out of that horrible horrible black hole that i was in when i was in the food i felt hopeless and this book offered me a blueprint for living and hope and a a life beyond my wildest dreams and i'm so so grateful thanks for letting me share
0: thank you karen m harlan g followed by russ m
11: Good morning, Julie. Thanks for your service i'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. When I look at the word "defeated, that's me. I was vanquished. I was absolutely vanquished by this illness. This illness had me in its grip and did with me as it pleased from the time I could walk and walk for as far back as anybody can remember the number one issue in my life is Harlan eats too much, he's too fat, he looks terrible, he's unacceptable. And all of my life, people pushed me to lose weight, sometimes physically, but they pushed me and pushed me and prodded me to lose weight. But no one ever taught me how because pushing myself away from the table and just eating half and not eating dessert did not work for people like me. That I have a mind and a body that are different from them. And every area of my life was permeated by the violent, defeated situation of this illness. One day, somebody handed me this book and they walked me through this book. And not only has every area of my life improved, because dying is one thing. We're all going to die. Death is going to come to us all. But the saddest words of tongue or pen are these few words. It might have been. Whatever life I've had, whatever joy I've had, whatever pleasure I've had, whatever deep-seated happiness I've had is infinitely better than the two seconds of orgasmic pleasure brought into my life by a Kit Kat bar or a chocolate turtle. This book has given me my life. I believe God wrote it. Bill was 43 years old with three and a half years of sobriety when the book was published. I have 18 and a half years of abstinence. I'm 63 years old. I'm lucky I can knock out a coherent text message. But let's look at something before I close. It says seize upon it. Follow its direction, excuse me, suggestion. Rise to their feet. March on. This is not a program for people who need it. This is not a program for people who want it. This is a program for people who do it. I am sick of getting these calls from people that say, I can't get out of relapse. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not a big believer in can't. I observe will and won't. Yes, I get that. We can. We will. If we will take this book and do what it says, we too can recover. And I've had 18 and a half years of freedom from compulsive overeating, and I have done so happily Come join us. Do what we do if you want what we
0: have. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Harlan G. Russ M.
12: followed by Larry K. Can I be heard? Yes. All right. Good morning. Thank you for your service. Thank you, everyone on this line today. Whew. It's another heavy-hitting passage. These aren't all of them. They're all just awesome. So thank God. Thank God for Bill W. and his sacrifices and his wife Lois. Everyone that got this book published, got it printed, was dictated, typed. Thank God. Thank God. And then we got to thank Roseanne. It all goes hand in hand. And I'm Captain Obvious over here. If it wasn't for AA, we wouldn't be sitting here. And, you know, I'm sitting in my car, and I get all broken up and when I hear this. And I hear these people on the line. And, you know, I always talk about being free and battling. That You know, I have a life now, man. I have a life now because of this book and because of this program. Last night, I, I finished up the Bill W. movie. I got a chance to finish it and i got I got really choked up for what this man did for us. he did for the world, he did for the world he gets overlooked he gets overlooked. you know i just uh you know i, I I'm getting to my feet now, I'm getting to my feet because of this program you know I'm able to march on, and I no longer have to be defeated. And, you know, I don't have to get crazy, and like I said yesterday, get cute and try to do it myself. All I have to do is follow what the book says, follow what the book says, and we can be free. And that's for everyone, all of us, in the food, out of the food. This is not just about our addiction, man. This is about dealing with life. And uh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm humbled. You know, without... Without AA, without the big book, I have ungazzo. In in Italian, that's nothing. I got zero. I have zero. I have nothing. If this program does not come first, I lose it all. And uh, how how lucky are we? How blessed are we that we stumbled upon this and we're gaining freedom with it? And I, I just love everybody on this line. I know you don't know me, but we're connected. We're connected. And I appreciate each and every one of you, and at this this meetings here. And God bless the Alcoholics Anonymous, Bill and Roseanne. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.
0: Mm, thank you, Russ M. And Larry K. You're up next.
13: Hey, Julie, don't we have a rule against uh, three guys in a row? If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not a glum lot, right? Okay, um, but I'll uh, three guys in a row. We'll we'll go with it here. Okay, I'm Larry K, recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. you know um, a lot's been said uh, this big big book you know I've, I've read a lot of I don't know about you I've let read a, read a lot of books over the years i I probably have read hundreds upon hundreds of books over the years. I've um, written a little bit too. Um, you know it, it's 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 interesting because this book. You know that's sitting on your desk or your table or your kitchen counter or in your bathroom. I don't know where it is at this very moment. But it serves as the basic text for how to get well. And I didn't know that. Nobody was telling me that in those terms necessarily. Or, or if they were telling me, it was few and far between because there's lots of different literature. And while there's been a series of reprints and revisions over the years, here's the deal. The core of this text the clear instructions for how to recover, it hasn't changed. And as a matter of fact, the instructions for how to get, how to work this program is found, they tell me in the first 164 pages of the text. And if you wanna work uh, this program in some other way, you know, some, some way of your own imagination or the imagination of other folks who have not yet experienced a release from the bondage of this disease, Here's my admonition to you. I urge you to try that. And No, no I'm, I'm serious. And if you become truly unshackled from this disease as a result of, of your program, I, I think you should shout from the highest mountaintops, shout from the rooftops. Call me. I'll, I'll, I'll assist you in carrying the new chip of a message if you find that. See, I wasn't able to find that. You know, there was, I tried to reinvent this thing. See, I, I, I tried to rewrite this thing, you know. and, and, and But rest assured, I'm not going to hold my breath waiting for you to call me to tell me that you rewrote the deal and you found something better. See, the ego is like the great barrier reef preventing us from crossing the bridge to freedom. And it takes tremendous courage to lay down our pride. But for me, it was either swallow my pride or swallow the food. And die as a slave to the food. this book, I don't know why it works, it just does. I, it's not about science. I don't know why I read all the books, the self-help books, the you know, I, I know about research, read, read all that stuff, and, ne- and never it never extracted me from this disease from the quicksand of this disease, but this book did brought me into alignment with my higher power, and I'm grateful for that. and with that, i pass. passed. Thanks. Thank you, Larry Kay. And I'd like to remind
0: everyone we are on page 153 with the second paragraph. Our hope is that when the chip of a book. And who would like to share? Lisa, Lisa B. B
14: from Boston. Barbara
0: E. Okay, hold on. Katie Lisa G. B. Melissa C. Okay. Hold on. Lisa, Lisa
13: B. No. Okay,
0: R. wait, please. Lisa B. Not and after nice. Lisa B. before Katie G. there was a, a woman. Barbara so. E. Barbara, and you're about fifth. Elliot R. Lauren N. Lauren N. Hoodie R. It was Elliot R. Oh, Elliot. Elliot R. Jeanette F. Jeanette F. Okay, we're going to stop there and we'll go. So we have Lisa B followed by Lauren N.
6: Oh, good
15: morning, Julie. Thank you. This is Lisa B., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. And, you know, so many wonderful shares. I thought I don't have anything to add. And then I felt inspired to share on that word haven in this reading. And it says a place of safety or refuge. Well, I had been seeking a place of refuge my whole life, you know, and the thing for me with this illness, this spiritual malady, is the aspect of my mind. I have a mind of a chronic alcoholic, and I really believed that self-knowledge would set me free. It's like what it says in there is a solution about our wonderful Roland Hazard. He had acquired such a profound knowledge of the inner workings of his mind and its hidden springs. I love that word. Oh, But, you know, I am such a victim of my mind. I can't heal. A sick mind can't heal a sick mind. And going through the doctor's opinion with my recovered sponsor and learning what it means about entire abstinence, how Dr. Silkworth says that the only answer is entire abstinence, that was the beginning for me of freedom. I also had to let go of my history, you know, of telling people, Oh, well, I've been in the rooms for X number of years. And I had to let go of all of that. And, you know, the set-aside prayer is based in what they talk about in in there as a solution. About letting go of everything I think I know. Because it's not what I don't know. It's what I think I know. And I couldn't grab hold of this haven. This haven has been here for all these years in this book. But I couldn't grab hold of it until I was willing To be like a dying person and listen and let go of, well, I know this. I know this. And the person that took me through this work, I think, had been in these rooms for maybe four years. I've been in the rooms for 30 years. But I heard a level of freedom in her that I've not heard. I have not heard. I truly wanted what she had. I have been in bondage of this chronic alcoholic mind, this chronic compulsive overeater mind since I was born and the inner springs of my mind, I had to place myself in position to receive this information. And something happened. This chip of a book got inside of me and took root. And, you know, I think it's the simplicity of it that always baffled me. I kept thinking it can't be that simple. It just can't. But it really is. And like someone shared, you know, I too talk to a lot of newcomers and I talk to people coming out of relapse and they'll share, I've done the steps. I did do the steps. And I'm still back in the food, you know. And I don't know. I don't know what to say. I I think, you know, it says in the book that it's a, a profound, dramatic experience that we need to have. And if something didn't take, we need to go back. You know, sometimes I'm eating things that Fine. are not really abstinent and I'm thinking it's abstinent, but it's this haven that's been here all along. I just need to place myself in position to be teachable. I pass.
0: Thank you, Lisa B. Lauren N. followed by Katie G.
1: Good morning, all visionaries. It's so wonderful to hear you on the line every morning. This little chip of the book has, has changed my life so dramatically. I am not in that selfish, self-centered mind every morning. And thank God I'm not there anymore. Fear used to drive me one day at a time. It used to lead me down this path of, of being afraid to breathe being afraid that I was taking air that belonged to someone else, that I was so selfish. And thank God to this this book I have learned, and this fellowship and these lines I have learned, that these are all lies that I tell myself one day at a time. I tell myself these lies so that I stay sick. And thank God I don't have to tell the, my I don't have to believe these lies lies anymore. I can live one day at a time, happy, joyous, and free by doing this work every day. Like my hair is on fire, like you guys say all the time. It's not for the pro people who need it it's for the people who do it and i get that i need to do it every single day because that disease lies in the recesses of my mind and in my body and if i don't do them every day i get sick again i need to look at those lies and tell myself the truths and with
0: that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lauren And Katie G. Followed by Elliot R.
14: Good morning, Judy Julie. Sorry, this is Katie G. Good morning, everyone. KG, recovered compulsive overeater, anorexic, and bulimic. And yeah, me too. Like so many people have talked about, when I first read this, I was a women's studies major and sociology major at a all women's college, and I thought, what do a bunch of white men Um, have to teach me and I identified out and I identified out and identified out and I thought you know if I could just change all the words in the book and if I could just make this more you know women friendly and if I could just make it a little more fragile for me so I you know feel better about it and um, you know the thing is the only thing that um, that got me to really seize upon it is desperation you know like our previous speakers had my favorite line when I went from yeah but to yes ma'am when I stopped calling people and saying, well, I know the book, I know the book. I was talking with someone yesterday and she said, I know the book inside out. And I said, well, are you following 10 and 11? And she said, no. And, you know, the thing for me, the challenge for me today is that the book is so simple, right? It's simple. And so I've been reading it for years. But this message is saying I need to seize upon it. That doesn't mean I need to pick it up once in a while. According to Miriam Webster, we need to take control. We need to put it in our DNA. And if it's part of my DNA, I need to apply it. I need to set aside everything I think I know every day. There are lines in this book that that pop out to me a day at a time when I do the work with people and they bring me to the text and they say, oh, Katie, did you see the sick man's prayer? I like to modify that because I like to make sure that I know that I am the sick man and who the heck cares about, about this other person? Like you are the sick man. You are the one responsible. And I'm so grateful each and every day. That, you know, even though I have, there are so many parts of this book that are in my DNA, but I ask God to help me to seize upon it and to teach others and to help others see, you know, like so many of you have taught me, when I'm hearing people share, when I'm reading the book, it's not about what I can relate to, right? Like, or excuse me, it is about what I can relate to. It's not about, you know, tearing other people apart, tearing the book apart and say, well, you know, I'm not a man. No, you know, I wasn't a stockbroker. I really can't. Bill's story came alive. He was my brother when I started asking myself, how do I think like him, act like him, um, and behave like him? And, you know, today that still is true for me, and I seize upon it every day. And it is such a privilege to hear all of you teachers. But the most painful point of my recovery was when I was in relapse and I could recite the book right because it's not about head knowledge someone um i was doing some work and she said step one is a long journey from your head to your heart seizing upon it shutting my mouth and doing the work doing the work as 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 demonstrated not talking about it not thinking about it but acting and that's where the solution is and with that i do
0: pass thank you Thank you, Katie G. We have about six minutes with three people, so let's see what we can do. Elliot R., followed by Barbara E. Excellent. Can I be heard? Yes.
16: Great. Hi, this is Elliot R., Recovered Compulsive Overreader in New York City. Um, Oh, man, yeah, the last couple of days have just been bomb. It's been such beautiful reading. And um, what this, um, bomb in a positive way, but... um, what I got um, from this reading, yeah, you know, um, I'm going to read that, that one sentence. That, um, you know, that when the ship of a book is launched on the world of alcoholism, defeated drinkers will seize upon it to follow the suggestions. And for me, that just says action, you know. And it made me think about my years spent in OA as a food support program and how stagnant I was. And, um, you know, when I'm dieting with food support and I'm not getting the actual solution of this book, I don't want. To take action. There's no reason for you to take action. If I'm skinny and I have friends, you know, that low level of misery for a lot of people, at least for me, was really acceptable. Um, And, you know, the freedom that I get from working the steps out of the big book, the way that, you know, is described um, is so much more. And, you know, I mean, I totally agree it's a program for people who do it, for sure. Um, But I needed to want the thing first to do. Like, I need for me, like, you know, this low level of misery um, just seemed normal and it seemed just, it seemed acceptable. And then when I really saw, you know, the people in vision for me and what they had and, you know, just the amount of life that comes through in these phone meetings, um, I really wanted that. Um, And I was willing to go to any length to do that. Um, You know, uh, I I get get really nervous sometimes sharing on the line. Um, I feel like a newcomer. You know, but I'm really grateful that you don't have to be a seasoned scholar for this book to work, uh, that I don't have to be a seasoned scholar for this book to work, that you know, if I show up and take action as directed, that this will work for me. Um, you know, I also really love hearing what I just heard, that you know, if this is part of my DNA, if this is something that I wake up with every day, then I have to take the actions every day to set aside everything that I think I know, um, because I'm going to wake up a sick man every day. Um, and um you know the beauty is that I found the right pharmacy is that I'm showing up today to take my medicine, and when I do take my medicine, the result isn't just that I'm not sick; the result is that I get you know a life beyond the farthest reaches of my wildest dream. like my life was so small because it was only about food. you know when your life is the size of a banana, all you can let in is a banana, but when my life expands to let in God's universe, and God for me, a lot of times is a synonym for reality. When I can let in that reality, I have the possibility of having a, a beautiful life, and um, I can't tell you the amount of relief and the amount of uh, happiness I have felt in actually being observant to others. When I, when I truly work with self, self, self sacrifice, when I give more of myself to someone else than I'm receiving, I actually get so much in return, so much more in return, and um, and it's really, really been the joy of my life to
0: be with you guys. Uh, thank you so much, I've passed Thank you, Elliot R. And Barbara E., you're next, followed by Jeanette F. Janine. I will try and talk very, very fast. This is Barbara E. in New Jersey. I
17: was totally in control. Nine times I was totally in control. I never thought I needed anything. I went to Weight Watchers. I went to Diet Center. I went to psychologists. I lost over 100 pounds nine times before Self-knowledge was everything, but I was wrong. I was desperately, dyingly wrong. Doctors threatened to wire my jaw shut. I was losing my eyesight at one time. I had to have an operation on my knee. I had a sufficient reason to stop, and I did. And then I started again and gained 100 pounds back, plus friends. But I came in desperate, ego smashed. 21 years ago, I was ready. I needed to walk the path I walked to get to where I was willing to say, okay, I'm putting it out there in the universe. I need help. And I love the concept of paying it forward. Paying it forward, doing 12-step work, is what is keeping me abstinent from day to day. I feel like this is a program of doctoral candidates, or perhaps all doctors already, PhDs, that is. You are so much my heroes because you work the program every single day. Someone once said, at a religious ceremony, and I didn't understand it, how can we claim heaven as ours if we just sit under it? Today, in 2017, I understand it. It's not enough to sit. I've got to get up and do. I've got to reach out my hand to others as others reached out their hand to me. This program works if we're willing to do it and we do it. Thank. God, I am willing to do it, and I do
0: it, and I pass. Thank you, Barbara E. And Jeannie F., you will be our last share.
10: Jeanette S. hi. Can oh, you hear
0: Jeanette. Me? Yes. yes, you have about two minutes. Thank you.
10: That's all I need. Um, Jeanette F., recovering in Newburgh, New York. Um, what struck me today was... Um, Fellowships may spring up in each city and hamlet. Uh, In my particular inner group, in the past month, two groups have closed. Um, That's making me cry. Um, And one group has opened. And the one group that opened is a big book study. Um, And they are people who are involved in vision. Um so I for me what I'm reading is that my instruction is to bring this message maybe not to make them spring up but to bring the message that I have to the groups that are already in place in my in my area. You know it's not enough for me to get on the line every morning. You know that's not that doesn't do it for me. Um I'm you know his hope our hope is that fellowships will spring up in every city and hamlet hamlet that's tiny so um i don't know i'm just kind of putting it out there to everybody that you know if you might have even have to drive a half hour or 45 minutes to carry this message to those groups that are dying that are that may not be on the map anymore because we're not showing up there um I don't know, that's that's my message. I guess that's my message for me
0: and whoever else wants to do it too. Thanks. Thank you, Jeanette F. Okay, it is now time to, to close our meeting and I would like to ask Carmela G to please read a vision for you.
8: Thank you so oh, but much. First,
0: oh, but first I wanna say the share ID for today Wednesday, October 4th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting is ten thousand five zero one. Go ahead, Carmela G.
2: Thank
18: you so much. Um, this is Carmela G. from New York, a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us.